that is the sound of alcohol being poured into a glass. It is midnight. A man, a sofa, a microphone, a moderate amount of alcohol. What is going to happen? I don't know. You don't know. The microphone doesn't know. The alcohol does know. But it's not telling me. Welcome to the Twiglet Zone. This is episode one of Anne podcast. It's midnight. If it isn't midnight, when you're beginning to listen to this, then stop and wait until it is. Then resume listening. down 
the examination paper and suddenly it isn't in a foreign language it's in machine code I look up from the examination paper I am no longer in the examination hall in school I am sitting beneath a tree on the moon a 700 foot wide and one inch tall octopus is slithering inexorably towards me I close my eyes and focus my mind on producing some kind of barrier when I open my eyes again the flat wide octopus is gone and so is the moon I'm floating in the endless void of space I have no oxygen I cannot breathe I will be dead within 30 seconds but thankfully I am at last wearing trousers I fall through a wormhole in space At the other end, once I've cleared all the worms from off of my face, I look up at my new location. Not only have I traveled in space, I have also traveled in time. I have gone backwards in time by three minutes. I'm still asleep. I am in the examination hall. Now the questions are in English. I have a pen with ink. I have trousers. I am prepared. It is easier for a needle to pass through the eye of a camel than for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle. It is easier for a needle to pass through the eye of a camel than for a camel to pass a needle through its eye. It is easier for a needle to pass through the eye of a camel than for a camel to pass another camel through its eye. It is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a storm than for a needle
to pass through the mind's eye of a needle. It is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of Devon. Unless the camel is quite small and the needle is enormous. In fact, the needle doesn't have to be enormous. It just has to be of sufficient size that the eye of the needle is slightly bigger than the camel. It is easier for the eye of a storm to pass through a camel's eye than it is for a rich man to swallow a camel. It is easier for a rich man to pass through the eye of a camel than for the kingdom of heaven to exist. It is easier for the storm of a camel's eye to pass through a needle than for a haystack to enter into the kingdom of heaven. A bush in the hand is worth two bird's eye views of a camel in a storm's eye. It is easier for a rich man to thread a needle than for a jumbo jet to pirouette into a paving stone. Two birds in a bush's eye is easier than a needle. Two plus two is easier than the square root of infinity. Tonight, the clocks go back. But what happens if we don't put the clocks back? What happens to time if nobody puts the clocks back? What time is it? If we all carry on as if it's the same time, will it really be an hour earlier or later? I can never work out what the hell's going on when the clocks change. I always end up putting them in the wrong direction and then I'm two hours out or I'm the same, if that's even possible. What does it matter anyway? Time is relative, so why does anyone even need to know the time? If something's gonna happen, it'll happen eventually anyway, regardless of whether anyone's clock or watch, or phone, or computer, 
or eyes have the correct time. Whether somebody knows the right time has no effect on whether an event is going to happen or not. What would happen if we abandoned time? What would happen if we abandoned space? Well, everything would happen at once, all in the same place. And I think we can all agree that that global scenario would be very, very slightly inconvenient. If a tree falls over in a forest and nobody is there, does it make a sound? What about all the trees that aren't in forests? If a tree falls over in a shopping precinct and nobody is there, does it make a sound? If a man sits on his sofa at midnight and screams into the void and nobody hears, does it make a sound? If a singularity explodes in a big bang and creates a universe and there's no one there to hear it, does it make a sound? The answer to all these questions is yes. But the question really should be, who are these people who hang around in forests waiting for trees to fall over so that they can listen to them with their ears? If a man falls over in a forest and there are no trees around, does he make a sound? And if there are no trees around, is it even a forest? You can't see the wood for the trees. You can't see the forest for the lack of trees. You can't see the injured man lying on the floor because he's covered with leaves from the trees that aren't there. If a big bang falls over in a forest and there's no one there, does it make a universe? If a universe falls over in a forest, does it make a singularity? If a man slips on a banana peel and there's no one there to see, is it funny? If a politician speaks in a forest and there's no one there to hear, are they still lying? How many roads must a man walk down before they call him a man 
who was walked down a sufficient number of roads. Fifty-three. How many roads must be carved? How many roads must be carved through a forest while there's no one listening before it makes a sound and falls over and is called a man? How many cliches does it take to change a light bulb. If a light bulb falls over in a forest and there's no one there to see, how many men does it take to walk down a road? If a tree falls over in a vacuum, If a tree falls over in a vacuum, then how the hell did that happen? Because there's no movement of air, so it couldn't fall over. And a tree couldn't exist in a vacuum anyway, because there would be no oxygen for it to photosynthesize. whatever the actual correct version of those words is. It's now some time past midnight. <sighs> if a tree falls over in a forest and it forgets to put the clocks back, does that mean it has to wait an extra hour before it falls over? Or does it fall over an hour before it falls over? In which case, when does it make or not make a sound? An hour before it falls over? An hour after it falls over? Or at the same time as it falls over? If a tree falls over in a forest at the speed of light and there's no one there to see it, does it still get in the Guinness Book of Records? If a tree falls over in a forest, what size of table will it make? If Schrodinger's cat falls over in a forest and nobody opens the box, is it alive or dead? And has it passed through the eye of a needle? It is easier for the eye of Horus to pass through the eye of a needle for a rich man 
to pass through the eye of the tiger. It is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for Captain Birdseye to pass water. If the eye of a needle falls over in a forest and there's no camel there to hear it, does it make a sound? If a camel passes water through the eye of a needle, does it empty its hump? If a camel's eye passes through a needle in a haystack, will you be able to find it? If a camel falls into a black hole and there's no one there to hear it, Right then, here we go. It's midnight. I'm recording into a microphone. This will be the same, but different. Okay, yes, that is how it will be. If silence, if silence is golden, then what is conversation? Is it silver or bronze? Or is it not even placed? If silence is golden, if, if silence, if silence is golden, then does everything become worse the louder it gets? I wonder who came up with that. Silence is golden thing. I think it must have been an irate parent. Or a Victorian husband. I'll have to Google it. There are a lot of phrases that that sometimes 
come out of people from out of their faces and brains that puzzle me greatly. Cleanliness is next to godliness. What does that even mean? If you don't wash behind your ears, that makes God angry. And if you wear the same pants three days running, you're going to hell. What has cleanliness got to do with anything? Apart from being clean. Surely it can't refer to actual hygiene. That makes no sense. There must have been some other usage of the word cleanliness back whenever it was that that phrase was invented. I'll have to Google it. But then again, there's the concept of washing away your sins and people being baptised. And those millions of people who wash themselves in the river Ganges every year. Does that mean the Pope has to spend half the day in the bath? Or he isn't holy enough? I'll have to Google it. Not the Pope in the bath thing. That's, that would be something, it would be inadvisable to Google. Especially if you click on images. Maybe there's a coffee table book, Pope's in their baths. There doesn't seem to be any level of tact that the Catholic Church is too ashamed to sell. So that book may well exist. It must be rather a hassle having a bath if you're the Pope, because there, there are all those unwieldy garments and all that jewellery must take hours to get in and out of the bath then you've got to wait for yourself to dry before you put it all back on again no wonder the Pope always looks old and tired
never a borrower nor a lender be. That must be why all the libraries are closing. Or maybe it's a reference to a dysfunctional hive of insects where they were stealing or frittering away lots of honey. Maybe the borrower and the lender bees are looked down upon by the workers because they're just involved in admin. All that red tape. have a thing about foot hygiene, both his own and other people's. Must have been a nightmare at the swimming bars. Maybe he'd have got a lot more healing done if he hadn't had to wear those horrible sweaty leather sandals. as well, and if so, how do they get rid of it? I'm definitely not googling that. getting a Mac. But aside from the additional expense, I decided that I wanted something that looked like a computer, not a nine-year-old girl's pencil case.
I wonder who invented the first mirror. And what they thought it would be used for. I wonder if somewhere in a parallel universe there exists a human society where there is a point to the existence of Piers Morgan. That concludes the speaking words from out of my face portion of this episode of the Insomnia Podcast. Relax, close your eyes and continue listening as you drift off to sleep to the groovy sounds of some further music. The music is by me, the man speaking to you these words from my face into your ears. MarcusFreestone.com be my website. Go there and do things. Relax and enjoy your shoes. Relax and enjoy your shoes.